0: Episode number thirty-five of the Ten Count Wrestling Podcast. We are coming to you once again from the house of Sid. <laughs> it is I, the man who got expelled from the old school, Chris Parcell, alongside my broadcast partner, the tenth wonder of the world, Justin Strem. Thirty-five episodes, my brother. How are you doing today? Wow,
1: as many episodes as years on this earth for us. That is true. I am. I'm doing great. A beautiful day. I am back. from... Trip to California, so um, you know it's good to be back.
0: It's always good to be on the right side of the map, right? As they say, (laughs) Um, man, what a a wild few weeks we've had in pro wrestling! Yeah, you know, let's. I guess we'll start it off with uh, the breaking news out of today, or not so breaking if you go on the internet. NXT is moving to Wednesday nights on starting September 18th on the USA Network. Um, they say live every week. You know, the details are a little sketchy. It might be live every other week, kind of like Raw used to be yeah. um, to keep production costs down a little bit. But, you know, they're they're jumping ahead the of AEW by, by a full month. Uh, yeah. How are you feeling about that
1: news? Yeah, I mean, it's great for the NXT guys. Um, I wonder if If a lot of the uh, like the I don't want to call them hipster fans, but like the people who are like, oh, I'm cool because I know it. NXT's my brand, man. Right. Right. That they'll yeah, that'll lose some of that luster, but it's gonna be great for exposure. It the only the only real downside I think is it's not like a huge surprise when somebody from NXT shows up on Raw, right? You're all you're gonna be used to seeing them on TV. But it's... You know what? The more content for WWE, the better. I mean, look at their... They're taking up Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday now. Right. In USA. It's
0: going to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday in a couple months, but... That's right. That's good. One day on, one day off. Kind of right. like going to the gym, or so I'm told. Right. Um, you know, I'm worried... And we were texting about this today with uh, Mr. Get Your Pen Ready and the yeah. Mr. 305 Live. I'm worried so mainly about two things, you know... How involved is Vince going to be? Yeah, And how diluted will NXT become as far as being a third brand? Like, Right. We, how long is it going to be before? It's like, welcome to NXT. Bam! Bam! Right. Bam! <laughs> bam! Bam! Like, oh, yeah. fucking change the channel. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about.
1: Yeah, that's fair. And I don't want it to be... I do want it to be, like, the up-and-comer, uh... Um, you know, segment of the show. I don't want it to be like where we talked about them in the last few weeks where the the also rans end up, you know, like the the Paul Birchells and, you know, first run Bobby Lashley's, like he's I'm thinking of the old E C. W. end up. But, um I wanna go in with an open mind. I think it's gonna be fun. Um, the other thing that is a little bit different, are they planning to, you know, show it live from their studios each time? Full Sail
0: University. That's the plan I'm hearing. So it'll yeah. still have that smaller developmental feel.
1: Yeah, like a, like a, like a TNA crowd, which is always recorded in Orlando, I think, right? Yeah,
0: but I mean, well, that's like comparing watermelon to split pea soup. <laughs> it, you know, I like, thought
1: you were gonna say like watermelon jelly rancher to like cherry jelly. Oh jelly well, rancher. yeah.
0: NXT is the watermelon jelly rancher, right. and Impact Wrestling is the green apple. Jelly <laughs> rancher. One is amazing, and the other shouldn't be made. <laughs> One is green lime skittle, and the other is green apple skittle. Oh yeah. Fuck I mean, green you apple. sense you don't like the green, I don't. I don't like green apple at all. Um, you know, one thing, you know, I want to just disagree with you slightly on is I do think if they, use, you know, depending on the talent, they could move some guys back down to NXT right. and it wouldn't be like like ECW was. You know, use, for example, Breezango. Right. They're on NXT right now and they're thriving again, you know? Yep. I think some guys who had a misstep... And it didn't, you know, things weren't really working out. If they went back to NXT, you know, it could revitalize their career. Right. Breeze and Fandango are the perfect, you know, um, examples of that. Maybe the ascension goes back to NXT. Yeah, I you know? I think that's a
1: that's a great call. Like, I'd rather them be like, a, you know, a second chance rather than a career. Um, you know, I wouldn't want Shelton Benjamin to go to NXT as an example or one of these other, like Rhino or somebody yeah, like that. Yeah, that would be fucking terrible. Right. It should be, um, you know, to compare it to pro sports, somebody that went that went back down for a bit and came back with a resurgence. Like if Rusni Castillo came out next year for the Red Sox and started crushing the ball, you know, that type of thing. Right.
0: I'm going through some of the um, tweets because this is really fun. Jericho tweeted... Oh, by the way, at WWE NXT on USA Network, hashtag, you're welcome, hashtag, industry changer. (laughs) Yeah. He's had a few really great tweets about it. Um,
1: Yeah, I mean, I will say, to jump in, I would probably watch AEW before NXT, uh, at least to begin with.
0: Well, you're going to get a month to watch NXT first. Yeah, that's true. I I am excited for the whole, like, oh, this segment sucks, let me change the channel. Oh, the Young Bucks are wrestling... You know uh, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. Right. This is fucking cool. Right. And then oh, um, Orange. What's his name? Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's his matches on. <laughs> Let me see what's happening on NXT. So it's gonna we're definitely gonna thrive from that. Jericho also tweeted, "Congrats to WWE NXT for making the big move to the USA network. Runners always race faster when somebody is right behind them. Gonna be fun to see which team choice." Which team the world Decides to join Hashtag Choose Jericho Now that yeah. I've given him A lot of flack Lately For his You know um, Band right. Stuff Right That You know That's just That's a classy team. Yeah um, Right And
1: it's You never know How much he's working Versus You know Just
0: putting on the show Because he works For the other company Right I'm sure he's happy For each and every I'm gonna say Kid that's on the NXT roster and the opportunities that they're going to get.
1: Right. And that's that's a theme from his podcast even before he was, you know, they banned WWE guys from going on it. He always had up-and-comers and and he talked about all the, you know, MLW and uh, New Japan and all these guys and Cheeseburger was on it. Like, um, you know, he wants wrestling to do well because he's a fan of wrestling.
0: I think... I'm not sure about Vince all the time. But I think... What you just said is perfect for ninety nine percent of people that work in wrestling. Mm-hmm. They want wrestling to do well. Vince, I'm not sure, Kevin Dunn, I'm not sure, but yeah. you're talking about, you know, Jim Cornette, who lit up the Twitter sphere the last two days, he wants wrestling to do well and he wants <laughs> wrestling to do a certain way. You've got, you know, Triple H who obviously cares about young talent and wants their, you know, I forget who said it, but I want there to be a business Mm -hmm. in 20 years. You know, I'm not killing the business. I'm trying to make sure there is a business. Right. Um,
1: yeah, it's that line of between entrepreneurship and like just the desire to win and, and make the almighty dollar versus your love for the business. And Vince probably has both, I think. So I think it's a fair question. And, you know, I go back to Vince talking about the, um, What was the show called when Cody Rhodes just uh, and and Jericho and all those guys got together and just did you know?
0: Oh, um, was it all in? No, or was that their? Yeah, it was was, was all in. It
1: was all in. You're right. So they they um, you know Vince gave them advice basically. So I hope I, I in my heart I hope it's more like that for Vince.
0: I I mean I don't feel like Vince is just trying to crush them. Right. I hope that's not what he's trying to do. Part of it seems like it. Yeah. But we'll see. I but guess.
1: now now that it's real, you know, now yeah. it's a different thing. So maybe that's, you know, the, the competitor in him is coming out.
0: I'm just excited for the opportunity for and no offense by this, mm-hmm. for you, mm-hmm. John, you know, Freddie, Kyle, Choi, you know, our friends at you know, love wrestling, but don't log into the network every week. Mm-hmm. You no, know, watch the takeovers. To have an opportunity on Wednesday nights, yeah, to watch these guys, to watch you know the Street Profits and the Velveteen Dream and yeah. the Undisputed Man, Era, Man. Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> um, you know the women that are down there, Rhea Ripley and. Ayo Shirani and Candice LeRae Johnny Gargano Tommaso Ciampa you know Oni Lorcan there's so many great talents down there yeah um
1: yeah I would say very excited yeah it's I mean I guess my only retort to that would be I kind of like not knowing them all when they come when they come up Uh, you know wrestling wrestling fans always want something new and so I it's not that I don't want to watch NXT actually it's that I want to enjoy them as fresh new faces when they arrive on the scene if you know what I mean
0: I, I absolutely do um, yeah. the only retort to that I would have is have you seen Vince's track record yeah that's a good point you know and I mean again it might just be one of those things of like NXT has four to five takeovers a year mm-hmm. They so they have two to three months to build storylines instead yeah. of three or four weeks yep yeah. Um, Old school Hopefully there won't That you know There's There's one thing I don't want them to do Add more takeovers Right Yeah takeover take over both the night Before the big five Right Mania Rumble SummerSlam Survivor Series Money in the Bank Right Right And keep it Let the storylines Breathe And Do their thing Right Speaking of the big Pay-per-views We had SummerSlam Not yeah. too long ago Yeah um, since we last joined you, SummerSlam has happened. Um, I thought it was a decent show. I, I didn't get home in time for the, uh, the three pre-show matches. I was out and about. Yeah. Um, enjoying being a person that has a life. Nice. Outside of watching wrestling. <laughs> um, but I went back and watched some clips. You know, Drew Gulak versus, defeated Oni Lorcan to retain the Cruiserweight title. I am a big fan of both of these talents. Yes. Yeah. is a, uh, is a local guy. Yeah. So. Nice. I'm a big fan of Oni. Uh, Buddy Murphy defeated Apollo Crews by disqualification. How about Buddy Murphy? Yeah. Getting a push after being on TV by accident.
1: Right. And like, he, uh, he had a great match against Reigns, I thought.
0: That was such a good fucking match. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, and Pete complained about it because that's what Pete does. We love you, Pete. Um, <laughs> Pete, you complained about it, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but Buddy Murphy's not allowed to beat Roman yet. No. And, nor should, I mean, and by that, I mean, he shouldn't. He's not there yet. Right. This it's wasn't Buddy. a pay-per-view. Now, if they were wrestling in a non-title match, and clashed with the champions, and yeah. Buddy caught him and beat him, yeah, good for Buddy. And now we're off to the races.
1: Right. And I thought, I mean, there's a way to put a guy over without having him win, right? And I thought that they did a nice job of that. Um, you know give, yeah. him his, give him his moments in the match
0: he but, like a million bucks against and there was times where what what made that match good was there was times where I forgot I was a smart mm-hmm. and like I was like oh is he going to beat him like yeah there was seen to doubt in there at certain points yeah which is what, what they well did it, it, do. yeah I mean if they,
1: if he had one like it's sort of like when Kevin Owens walked in and beat John Cena right like I right. wouldn't have been Shocked once they did something like that, I would have been very surprised, of course. But
0: you know, anybody else, I would have been less shocked, yeah. But it's wrong, right? It's true. Um, raw WWE women's tag team titles started to pick up some steam, yeah. You know, they've been active every week since the the week before SummerSlam. What I'm calling the blissful cross, Mm. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defeated the Iconics to retain the tag team titles, yeah. I mean. I'm glad they're doing something with the tag titles. I'm glad they found a place for Nikki Cross, because she's super talented. Yeah. And whenever Alexa's got gold, I'm happy.
1: Yeah. Um, you couldn't have said it any better.
0: Uh, Becky Lynch defeated Natalia by submission, as well she should.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm kind of... Uh, the fact that they're still kind of talking about the Jim the Anvil storyline almost a year later, and like now bringing it up like it's an anniversary and all this stuff... It's, it's it's tough.
0: It it had its place yeah. the next night on Raw. Which, yeah. Um, I mean, we can talk about now. Yeah. Ugh, I hope all the, everybody's fucking happy. The boss is back. <laughs> when man. So, my back was hurting me. I was half asleep. I took my medication. Yeah. I have back medication, folks. I'm not a medicated <laughs> person. Believe it or not. He's
1: 35, like our episodes.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I'm... Like half asleep, I'm like, Oh, here from fucking Natalia. All of a sudden I thought it was nineteen ninety-nine Nitro when Paisley was wrestling fire. I was like, oh, here we go, yeah. I'm falling asleep. Yeah. And all of a sudden I just heard Had a dream and I was like, Yeah. The boss is back? And I was right. like, Oh, good for her. And you know, she, she hugged Natalia, said your dad is proud of you. I was like, Well, that's kinda nice, but look who the fuck is here and then Right. She walked behind the time and was like, give me a mic. I was like, oh, here comes the Pearl Harbor job. Yeah. And I don't care that I could see it from a mile away because it was still cool and it was fresh. And then she pulled off the wig to show that she actually she dyed her hair blue. Yeah. But she's on SmackDown. She's not on SmackDown. Right. Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, that's a great... I didn't think about that, but she's much better as a eagle because she, she was like... Uh,
0: the boss is not a face character.
1: No, exactly. It was Dragon as a face and she's get she gets to be separated from Bailey, which was which is good for both of them. Yes, um, I did like her promo last night when she just completely ignored the question and talked about how blue is her color and she looks great with the new hair. Which that's a great heel tactic, being completely immersed in themselves. So absolutely, I'm, I'm willing to give her the uh, yeah. another shot. Yeah, I mean she can work, just like you, know? you said with Baron Corbin, she can work for sure. I
0: mean, like we we all love Baron Corbin. Right, right. <laughs> So, um, and we're, we're going to talk about Baron in a couple of minutes because I'm yeah. ready to set the world on fire with the Beverly Brothers. <laughs> yes. A um, couple of stiff chair shots by Sasha on Becky, too. Caught her in the head. Oh, wow. So that was fun. Uh, Goldberg defeated Dolph Ziggler. No shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm enjoying this version of Dolph Ziggler. Me too. It's a a lot of fun. He needed this, too. And
1: um, obviously his in- in-ring work has always been great, but his character has not really evolve much. Um, so this new twist on it I think is
0: awesome. I Yeah, I, I agree 100%. It's, it's phenomenal. <laughs> Him being in denial and then just getting killed. It should have been me. You suck. <laughs> you suck. You suck. Um, it's good stuff. I'm interested, I don't know why I just thought of this, but uh, actually because of what happened on Raw last night, I'm still interested in this whole who try, who's been trying to kill Roman storyline.
1: I love when they do stuff like this. It's got me interested. Except it—it's got to be a decent payoff. Don't don't tell me it's hornswoggle. Right. Don't just don't have it fizzle out and don't give us. Don't an let answer. it be Daniel
0: Bryan. Right. Too obvious. Um. I mean, I would I would love it if it was Luke Harper because I love Luke Harper and he's yeah. so fucking good and he's a good dude. Yeah. And he looks like my dad, and <laughs> I'm just such a Luke Harper fan. Okay. I, w- I want it to be Luke Harper, um, and it would make sense. Mm-hmm. He's been gone a while. And, you know, maybe Luke Harper did it, you know, on the behest of Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Maybe. But, like, or having somebody that could be a credible threat to Roman that you're trying to get over. Right. It Let's put it this way: don't let it be Randy Orton, Roman, uh, Roman Right. You know, it can't be Buddy Murphy anymore. Don't let it be a certain handful of guys. Right. You know, right. it won't be Joe. It won't be Joe. Um, um, you Use it properly. Let it be Sheamus, who's been gone for a while. Yeah. You know, let, let Roman get blamed for why Sheamus has been out. Right. No one remembers. Right. No, I like that. No, I, I want it to be a surprise, no matter who it is. You know? Let's see. AJ Styles defeated Ricochet this was one of the top three matches of the night
1: yeah so I actually um, I was in California that Sunday night I was at a surprise party for my buddy Navi shout out Navi Navi okay. and I have not seen Summer Sun yet I'll be honest I got okay. back uh, and then I worked the whole next week in Glendale I got back and um, I have been doing laundry ever since well there's a few
0: matches to go back and watch if you were going to go back and piecemeal somebody, this is one of them Okay. Um, Bailey versus Ember defeated Ember Moon to retain. Decent match. Okay. Um, Kevin Owens versus Shane. This was actually good. Um, I Kevin wanted Owens to see this match. Won. I know there was a lot of exactly. split.
1: Yeah, Kevin Owens won. I I, I love this storyline. Some people don't. Um, I know Pete isn't a big fan of it. I just think it's great.
0: Overall, I've had enough of the McMahon's on TV for a while. Yeah. Um. Mm. But. You know, okay, fair happens. enough. Um, Charlotte defeated Trish. Two things were a problem here. They didn't play up enough of the fact that Trish announced this, this was her last match, mm-hmm. which is good and bad. Right. It's bad because she didn't have to have like a buy-everybody send-off, right. but it's good because if you weren't paying attention and you didn't know that, you thought she actually had a prayer. Right. But if it's her last match, she's losing because that's how shit goes. Right, that's oh, wrestling. Hold on. That's how things are supposed to go. <laughs> it was in Canada. She is Canadian. Uh, you know, some people don't lose on their last match in their home country. Um, I didn't even mean to go there, that just happened. Yeah, just, yeah, Um That's funny. Charlotte Flair, as much as Jerry likes to bag on her and say she looks like her dad, Charlotte Flair is and this isn't a height pun intended, but it's gonna come out that way, is head and shoulders above Trish. She's yeah.
1: so much better. Oh, yeah. I mean, and listen, I love Trish, and she was on my top, I think she was probably five or so on my list at the well, top ten women's she wrestling. My list. She didn't make your list. We, we talked about that. Um, but Charlotte was number one on my list, and it's just a whole different level of athleticism. And it, to be fair to Trish, it wasn't what was asked at the, at the time. It, they were divas, really. Sure. Um, and... You know, but she was she was serviceable. She's clearly in shape and um, and could go. But Charlotte is like, um, you know, as, as good a wrestler as, as any guy on the roster. I would say she's that that good.
0: Yeah, if if they just had bodies and there was no like, mm-hmm. we did not have to get into that conversation. Mm-hmm. She could hang. Yeah, there's she. I'd say she's better than half of the male mm-hmm. roster on a strict talent. I'm not gonna get into a you know, strengths and blah, 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 right, because right. I don't want to come off as sexist and I don't want to get into any of those arguments. Right. On a strictly talent-based level, like, if you found a way to silhouette everybody in the ring and just watch the shapes do their thing, yeah, Charlotte is better than, you know, and I'm underestimating here, half of the male
1: Yeah, roster. I would say at least that. hundred percent. I mean, so her good. flexibility, her,
0: um, fucking her athleticism, You you do
1: just a, you know... She's like Apollo Crews, do just a
0: standing flip if she wants, you know? I'm sure she could. That's a very good point. I love it. Um, Kobe Kingston and Randy Orton, double count out. (laughs) That's all I have to say about that. I'm fucking sick of that shit. Yeah, so... I'm sick and tired of no contest world title finishes. Yeah. Let your champion be a fucking champion. Right. And
1: like we talked about earlier with Dolph Ziggler sort of tweaking his character, not a whole du- whole different one, but to me, Orton has not really changed enough, and I do love the, the pairing with the Revival, but besides that, he's been the same, like, I'm crazy and I'm pounding the mat type, I'm gonna RKO you right. guy for, like, how long now? Uh, Ten years, almost? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Right. At least when... Like, when he was truly psychotic and punting people in the head and, like, losing his mind, I, I like that. Yeah. But now he's just sort of, like, the, you know, the opportunist and wily veteran type, and it's just been kind of dragging for the,
0: me. The apex snoozer, Randy Orton.
1: <laughs> Which is unfair. I mean, he's an all-time great, yeah. really. He really it. is. But, like, you know... the Talk about a guy like Jericho who completely always is changing, uh, yeah. and and you know, new is good, you know, yeah, for
0: sure. So, um, I don't know what Orton could do to be new. And he obviously can't grow his hair out anymore, he's not gonna get fat, like, right? And he's never had like the, the chops that Jericho had, so like. I feel, I feel like he's a, kind of pigeonholed into who he can only be. The,
1: what if he became like a born-again Christian and like <laughs> something like completely out of left field oh and God, like covering up his tattoos and, you know, he, he has enough time left in him to do something. The Lord
0: told me <laughs> to RKO you <laughs> out of nowhere. From heaven itself, you will feel the RKO. Yeah, I can see that. Wow. Nice. See, we should be on the creative
1: team. Yeah, we get fired
0: so fast. <laughs> Put the belt on Cesaro. Yeah. You're fired. Bring back Fuck. Sid. Bring back Bring Sid. Bring back Sid, yeah. The Bring Champions. back Sid, motherfucker. <laughs> Bring back Sid and let him beat Roman Reigns <laughs> and Seth Rollins well, and Dean Ambrose in a three on one handicap match. While wearing mom jeans. <laughs> Roman Reigns, but Sid rules. World. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. I love it. Uh, next up on SummerSlam, we had D- Finn Bauer. Oh, yeah. Versus The Fiend. Yeah. I fucking love The Fiend. The Fiend This, this shit has been better and better and better week after week. I yeah. love the Firefly Funhouse. You were here. We recorded, I think, the day after the first episode. Mm-hmm. I've been on since day one yeah. I will always lead the way right. all you have to do is let me in it's right. fucking creepy his new lantern which is his face with the <laughs> mouth open and, and the light I... coming out of it is great the mask is scary and the memorable claw is a great finisher for his character
1: yeah it's perfect and I wondered by the way if he called Nick Foley I'm sure he did if I if I know him like I think I know him but um, well Nick Foley the first person he
0: did it to yeah, uh, so um, he, at Raw reunion, that's a good point. He probably said like, "Yeah, I'm gonna this. You know, what do you think?" And he's like, God, "That might not be yeah. He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, sure, like absolutely, right?" You know, I stole enough from your dad and your uncle and your grandfather. Right, right. Steal my finisher—that's fine by me, man. Yeah, and to the point of like, you—you you don't have to do a complete
1: character change, right? Bray Wyatt was always a creep and and had like a you know, the darkness to him, and now he's just kind of over the top. This is
0: fucking bizarre and right. different. I. Right. This is like... Uh, I don't want to say something too drastic, but I haven't seen a change this extreme, pardon the pun, in a character since, you know, the natural Dustin Rhodes became Gold Dust. Yeah. And Johnny Polo became Raven. Like, yeah. This is... You know, this isn't yeah. Cactus Jack Becomes Mankind It's like Oh it's just Fucking McFoley again Like Right This is Yeah
1: it's, it's good too He took enough time off Where people missed him And um, I'm all in Just like You know Like we were in For Papa Shango Like I was in For the Boogeyman Even Like you want Something Like this, this sort of Scary
0: creepy character Works It's, just, it's fucking bizarre yeah. I love it yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Um, and I like that he won at SummerSlam. We didn't see him the next night on Raw. And then he showed up this week and beat up Jerry Law. Like yeah. it's it's not every week, it's not every show, it's hit and run yeah. um, sporadic. Um So they're they're doing it right currently. Yeah. And then in the main event, the reigning, defending, undisputed WWE. Universal champ (laughs) Brock Lesnar was defeated in a very good, decently length match Mm -hmm. against Seth Rollins. I like it a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll be 100% honest. Rollins isn't my favorite guy on the roster. Um, I don't mind when the title's on Lesnar, but I think it makes sense storyline wise. Um, this gives Rollins a lot of uh, a big push, of course. To have, you know, arguably at the two biggest events of the on the calendar for WWE, he's gone over for the title against Brock Lesnar, who we'll talk about later, uh, who's been super over for many many years. So um, I I'm, I'm not going to complain about it. It's good stuff.
0: Yeah, it's it's been unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so also in the course of the last week or so, they announced that the King of the Ring is back. Yes, eight superstars from Raw and eight superstars from SmackDown will battle it, battle it out to become crowned King of the Ring. With the finals taking place at Clash of Champions in four weeks, maybe.
1: Yeah, I like that they're not doing it all in like. One episode or two episodes too. They're taking their time with it. I
0: kind of wish they did a fucking network special That'd on like cool. a two on like a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Like, this Wednesday it's King of the Ring. I'm just fucking do it. Man. I'd be on board with that. Um, I love tournaments in general. I do know. too. Um, so Samoa Joe beat Cesaro in a really good match last night. Yeah, in the first round. Um, so Samoa Joe will face the winner of next week's Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre. Yep. I mean, just by doing heel face booking, I'm going with Ricochet on that one. Um, I do think if if Ricochet
1: beats McIntyre here, um, like it might stomp out McIntyre's push that he had been getting. Yeah. So I'm going to go McIntyre there, but I, I don't know. I can't. I don't know. That's He's the toughest kind of one in the tournament to
0: call. I think. Yeah. Cedric uh, Alexander beat Sami Zayn last night Yeah And the Miz versus Baron Corbin I mean Yeah This is the perfect opportunity For our, for Constable Corbin To become King Corbin <laughs> Trading his vest And sensible slacks For a cape and a crown That would be Fantastic And it just had to go to his head
1: and maybe that's the reason he got rid of the vest, by the way. He was wearing that, like, lady tank top last night.
0: i was so sad to see him take it off. I even wore my, my Corbin vest for Stefan, which she's still away. Yeah, she's the still queen of the, the Shire is not here. <laughs> uh, then on the SmackDown side, you've got Kevin Owens versus Elias. Yep. That could go either way.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like there's some interference doing that match, and then maybe Elias somehow sneaks by. I mean,
0: he might run away. Being the 24-7 champion, he might point. run away and get countered out mm-hmm. to keep him strong and let Owens win. I like it. I don't know which two matches are tonight. Yeah. We're, we're recording oh, yeah. this, obviously. Uh, it's Tuesday the 20th. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Um, Ali versus Buddy Murphy. Yeah. I mean, fuck. This one... I don't know. This one could go either way. You know, Buddy's still wrapped up in the whole Roman... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rowan, Daniel Bryan, car storyline. Yeah. But I, I mean, they're, they're taking Ali's push seriously. Yeah, and that. Ali
1: reminds me of McIntyre in a way that he's been kind of going, since that mega run up, he's kind of gone sideways, so I'm going to go with Ali there.
0: Uh, Chad Gable versus Shelton Benjamin, who fucking cares? I feel like this yeah. could be, there's always one, I feel like this could be the draw. Yeah. The double count out. Vince never lets a tournament just play all the way through for right. some reason. Right, right. Um,
1: I don't hate that match on paper. Um, you know, two amateur wrestlers by by background, two great athletes, but character-wise, I mean... Like you guys I said, like, don't give a fuck about at this point. WFC. <laughs> hey,
0: who fucking cares? Or as Tony Schroninger would to say, hashtag NFLTG. This match, I've got no fucks left to give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if that was a schmoz or a double count out. And then Apollo Crews versus Andrade. Yeah, I mean, I can see Andrade becoming king of the ring.
1: Yeah, if you look at the two brackets, um, Andrade really jumps out to me on the SmackDown side. Um, I could see a few different guys coming out of the, the raw yeah. bracket.
0: I mean, but and I feel like the king of the ring always has to be a heel. You yeah. I mean, think of the guys to win King of the Ring? Yeah. I think only one time, maybe two times, it was a face that won yeah. it. Um, I mean, not counting, like, back in the day where we're like, oh, Manjo King, Hacksaw was King, not counting right. that. Like, Brett was King yeah. as a face. Then Owen, then Mabel. Yeah. 96 was Austin, when he was still a heel. Yeah. 97 was Triple H. 98 was Ken Shamrock, I think. Okay. 99... Was Billy Gunn? <laughs> two thousand was Kurt Angle, two thousand one was Ed, two thousand two was Brock Lesnar. Okay. And then when it went away for a while. Yeah. But whenever they brought it back, it was like King Booker yeah. Which Regal, was Regal yeah. Bad News Barrett, Sheamus So like yeah. King has only been a face two or three times and it didn't really do anything to elevate the guy. Like Brett was already had been world champion at that right. point. Right,
1: right. Um, we know
0: how Mabel went. I mean, mm-hmm. Mabel was a heel when he won King of the Ring. Oh, that's right, I forgot. But about yeah, that. Brett. So Brett, Ken Shamrock, and Billy Gunn might have been a face when he won King of the Ring. Yeah, it didn't really do a whole lot for the you know for them. At that yeah, if, Billy if was gonna... already in the New Age Outlaws and all that shit.
1: Right. If it's gonna be a face, it'll be one of these like mid-tier ones that they're trying to push. If it's I... gonna be a
0: face, I'm gonna say it'll be Ricochet. Yeah. Or Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. If it's a heel, it'll be Andrade, or it'll be Drew McIntyre, or it'll be. Yeah,
1: Constable Corbin I'm gonna go and I, I like the idea of a heel versus face in the finals I'm gonna go with Andrade versus uh, maybe The Miz okay and with Andrade going over
0: alright um, this is really tough I could see as much as I love the idea for the whole storyline working out. For Constable Corbin and yeah. King Corbin um, It's going to either be Ricochet Or Drew McIntyre Versus Andrade Yeah um,
1: The and only reason I didn't pick Corbin Is because of I, I really love Andrade Coming out of Smackdown Yeah bro. And not going to do Heel versus Right, heel. right.
0: Um, It's hard for me To pick a winner um, You know just, just for fun Just to be different I'm going to say Constable Corbin Yes um, But I Would not be surprised And I would not be upset Andrade did it yeah uh, there's,
1: there's four or five guys who I would gladly uh, be happy if they were if they won this tournament so in fact and Sami Zayn by the way was one of them and I'm, I'm sad he already got bounced I've, I've enjoyed his run lately yeah
0: he's he's, he's getting kind of stomped on he's being a different cat and I'm, I'm enjoying every minute. of him mm-hmm. I hope it works out for him instead of just being like, the, the
1: critic of the critics
0: Great. Uh, yesterday he said, "Enough is enough," and there's time for a change. <laughs> <laughs> the main man Owen Hart once said. That's awesome. Right, it's time to get to it. Wow. Top ten Undertaker WrestleMania opponents. So this isn't matches. Mm-hmm. This is opponents. Right. Although I feel if we did matches, my list would be very similar. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fair. You know, my top five would be four matches by two guys right. and then right. throwing a fifth match um, right but yeah you know, let's get it going who's your number 10
1: my number 10 is only one of two losses in Undertaker's uh Wrestlemania career it's Roman Reigns that is also my number 10 oh wow excellent um this was recently Wrestlemania 33 um and I mean, the reason it made my list, you know, it was an okay match. I mean, it had its, its flubs. Undertaker was older at the time. Um, but, you know, Undertaker had bounced back from the, from the loss to Lesnar, which we'll talk about later. Um, and he had beaten Bray Wyatt and Shane McMahon. And then uh, this was the main event of WrestleMania 33. Despite the fact that. The returning, uh, well, a somewhat recently returned Goldberg was taking out Lesnar for the title. Um, this is a no-holds-barred match. It went 23 minutes, basically. They took out both the house tables. They really did kick the crap out of each other. Um, and this was going to... We thought at the time this was his retirement match, right? Yep. Roman goes over. Um, Undertaker does the sit-up, but then f- falls back down. Um, they trade finishes at the end, of course. Roman comes out the victor. Undertaker leaves all of his gear in the ring, you know, signaling that he's retiring, seemingly. Um, so it was a big, it was a huge deal at the time. For sure, sure. huge deal. Um, since then, it's sort of, in hindsight, not as big a deal. Um, but you know, to, to try to give Roman the push to close the WrestleMania. Um, and to seemingly be a retirement I thought it was it warranted being on the list
0: I agree 100% and if he hadn't wrestled since it would have been a lot higher on my list yep Um, the fact that he's not only wrestled other matches since then he's had another Wrestlemania match since then you know 2018 WrestleMania 34 he had that silly match against John Cena right um which I enjoyed, but yes, it was... I mean, I enjoyed seeing him get his <laughs> shit beat out of him, but the whole night was about seeing her in the front row calling out the underbreaker. It's like, fuck off. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know, I liked it. him drinking beer in the audience. And everything. Yeah, it was
0: <laughs> so... Uh, <just laughs> I didn't know f- I got out of it again. Uh, it was just so forced and fake-feeling. Like, Yeah. If he wasn't in the front row, like... Because that, that made the whole mania about him. Yeah. Um, which, interestingly enough... A hardcore halftime is going to be his worst five opponents. Mm-hmm. That didn't make my worst five just because I, I feel like it's non-noteworthy. It's just like one of those things, that's like, right? Bleh. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, taking a second loss of Mania, so it wasn't as impactful. It was supposed—I mean, it feels like it was supposed to be passing the torch to Roman. Yeah. And it was, should have been The Undertaker's last match. Right. But it wasn't. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you go through the trouble of making it the main event and the, the whole um, symbolism yeah like shit. I don't know I, I thought um, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels by the way when they did finally walk away I thought that they were like they had put in enough time they were old enough that they were truly going to stay retired right. but but money talks right yeah so I don't blame either one of them but it just you know for the retirements it, it, it kind of undermines it, it
0: and I mean the whole thing the next night Roman came out on Raw and it, I feel like it was for at least like 10 minutes the crowd just kept booing and wouldn't let him talk yeah and he just stood there yeah and waited and waited and waited because he knows how the show supposed to go right and he's got all night if they want to keep booing right because they're out at 11 yeah sorry you wasted your money and booed and wouldn't let me do my thing right and then he just said it's my yard now Mike down gone I was like, oh, this is fucking that was
1: great actually That's a good That's yeah, a great point I was like
0: Oh Roman still sucks <laughs> It's a great point
1: though Whoever coached him on that And maybe he knew it Himself To just sort of Just take it in Because every time He'd lift the mic up They would start booing And they would They would drop it again it was Well, done. It well done Well done
0: Well uh, done Number 9
1: Number 9 uh, From Wrestlemania 18 His no DQ match With Rick Ric Flair it is also my number nine. Really? Look at us matching yeah, up. If we get to match the whole way in, that would be something else. I feel
0: like there's one <laughs> point where we're going to split off. Okay, but we'll see. Well, I just
1: um, went on about the 33 match, so why don't yeah. you uh, talk about?
0: We'll do. Match. Thank you. Um, so, you know, this match was more important, I think, for Ric Flair. You mm-hmm. uh, know, it, it proved that Rick really still had it. You know. Right. He did that street fight with Vincent Rumble, which was fucking awesome. <laughs> but that was a Vince and I was like who cares? Right, right. Um but this, you know, his first real match with The Undertaker, you know, it had that awesome to this day I see it like it jacked up. The uh, uh, Flair Irish whips him, yeah, he ducks, all of a sudden R. Anderson's in the ring, yes. spine buster, awesome. throws the slash out of there. It was like this is fucking great. Yeah. The storyline build up to it was great with, you know, Undertaker beating up David Flair and then pissing on Arn Anderson. Um, <laughs> and I believe 7, 8, 9, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 17, 18. Yeah. This was when he was became 10 and 0. So oh, yeah. Like, I feel like this is when the streak really became a yeah. thing. Yeah. I remember him after the match doing this. Yeah. You know, standing on the apron, putting up one finger at a time, and he got to nine when he looked at his hand and then had ten fingers up in the air, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Even he know like that I feel like that was the first time they really like started to right. recognize that he was undefeated at WrestleMania. Beverly Brothers. Beverly Brothers And they it became a thing. Um yeah. much to his detriment, I feel, at later points in his career. But right. yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was.
1: I thought it was great. I mean, they went almost 19 minutes, um, and and you know they both could still. They both were older at the time, of course, but they both were were still um, in in the shape to work and to take bumps. And Flair bled like crazy, of course. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think of the spot when he's laying on the apron and the Undertaker leg drops him and he's already bleeding. And you, know, you know, it was just. Ah! <laughs> ah, not that ah. Yeah they, <laughs> they kicked the crap Out of each other I I just thought It was um, Maybe one of Flair's last Great great matches um, And I thought It was
0: Yeah up until uh, Like his run of matches with Triple H And Shawn mm-hmm. A few years later I mm-hmm. definitely agree This was He was back Right You know If the last thing We saw of Ric Flair Was March of 2001 mm-hmm. When he was wrestling In a t-shirt Against Sting On the final nitro Yeah Yeesh But yeah Flair was back. He was. And he pushed it for what? Um 18 to 24. Yeah. So it's another six years. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that in my 50s. Thank you Hell much. yeah, you kidding me? Yeah, there's still time. There it is. <laughs> uh number eight. My number
1: eight. From WrestleMania 23. We're gonna match again. Yeah! Are you serious? I walk alone in this pit of danger. Dead on on number eight. I five. walk alone. Oh my god, that's too funny. So this is from WrestleMania twenty three for the World Heavyweight Championship title on SmackDown. Undertaker vs. Batista. Batista, <coughs> excuse me. If you remember, Undertaker had won the Royal Rumble, um, and he was on. I'm currently at number thirty. First man ever to do so. That's right. Um, and. Um, Batista ends up power slamming him through the table. Now, this is sort of later on when, you know, the streak is, is really a thing, right? And, yeah, you know, it's like, point, is he going to win the title? But he's taking on the, the top dog, basically, of the company, right. Batista versus Cena. Um, Batista, by the way, loves or uh, his time in the ring with Undertaker. Can't talk about it enough. Just thinks... The world of Undertaker, he thought, for two big men, they had great chemistry. I don't
0: uh, think I can name a person that didn't like working with the Undertaker. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, that's a good point. But, but no, I mean, it's a, it's a great point to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't think of anybody that's like, man, fuck, fuck working with the Undertaker. Right, right, right. On the flip side, you know,
1: uh, Batista has had his front-ins, as we talked about in the shoots episode, um, didn't seem to have any issue with Undertaker I think they worked together many times oh yeah. this yeah. made him
0: 15 and 0 by the way
1: wow okay this match went almost 16 minutes Undertaker ends up kicking out of the Batista Bomb of course ends up getting the win and wins the the old uh, WCW belt the World Heavyweight Championship
0: big gold belt buddy yeah. my yeah. god fucking like Ricky Steamboat <laughs> kind of <laughs> Ricky Steamboat Big Ben Bay, Ronald Simmons good god Ron Simmons I'm going <laughs> You're you're gonna tell me that's not the world top? Yeah. It Fuck man It is. I don't know, I'm a good brother man. <laughs> Fuck man Anyway. Getting all beer drunk and weed high. <laughs> hey man. You're a good brother, man. Uh, number seven, I think this is where we're gonna split. Mm. You know, I don't. I, I have to. I have to flip my list in the middle because I don't like making this number seven. Yeah. So I'm going to make my number six, my seven, and flip flop them. Wow. My number seven is WrestleMania thirty. Wow. That's in your top three. It's in my top three. All right. Well, then we'll come back. Okay. Um,
1: my number seven is from WrestleMania twenty one. Twenty one. Yep. Alright, that's my number four. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to throw it back to you, but it is um, against the legend killer, Randy Orton. And I'll throw it back to you to run through it, and I have
0: some notes on All it. Alright, um, man, I, I feel like I'm going to say this kind of shit a lot, but this, I feel like this was really a coming out party of sorts for Randy Orton. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a great recovery for him. You, even in a losing effort, um, after losing the world heavyweight title to Triple H about six months earlier, um, you know he you know, he beat you know who for the world title, mm-hmm. and he hung with but lost to Triple H. And I was like, "What's he gonna be?" Right. Um, but he hung with the Undertaker. You know, his dad getting involved is always fun. The, the cowboy. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the great the cast. Yeah. <laughs> Man's arm has been broken for four years. He needs to drink some milk. Fuck. Um, you know, one of the great RKO's out of nowhere... Yeah. Undertaker picked him up for the chokeslam and just... Bang! Yeah. Hits it. I thought it was done. This was still... Again, WrestleMania 21, so... The, the streak is hot and heavy. And it's like, when's he gonna lose? Is this gonna be the one? I remember right. jumping out of my seat a shitload of times in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, this was... It was a chance that he was going to lose this match, yeah. I thought. So I was just reading some notes. This is the first time Undertaker was challenged explicitly to end the streak. Right. This is also where the streak was given its name. Right. So, like, among the fans at 18, people were like, oh, he's 10 0, and, and it started to become a thing. Right. But at 21, it's when they started calling it the streak. Right.
1: That was in my notes. Like, I know you, meant, you mentioned it at 10, but, like, the, the phrase, the streak, is. Uh, officially coined here, at least according to the the internet. Uh, it's on the internet. It's got it's got to be true. It's got to be true. <laughs> but Randy Orton, if you remember at the time, was just getting pushed to the moon. The Legend Killer thing was awesome. He had gone through so many guys, like you know, some older guys that they just he would beat up on SmackDown or Raw or whatever it was. Uh, uh. But then he'd take him out on pay per views and. You know, Undertaker has been—I uh, don't want to call him old—but he's been um, a veteran for a long time. And even yeah. though this was uh, this is WrestleMania 21, and when are we on now, 35? 14 um, years ago, right? At the time, we were still like, "Okay, Undertaker's been around a while. He might he might do a little torch
0: passing, right?" And well, how old this? keep going. I'm sorry, Orton
1: God. certainly w- would be a worthy person to to do that with,
0: right? Um, so And yeah, this was to make him 13-0 and 0, I believe And this was 2005 Yeah He was 40 He was born in 1965 Right So he was 40 Right At this point Right which which is a... <laughs> not, not old by any stretch of the imagination No But old for wrestling somehow mm-hmm. Like we're both going to be 40 In five years Right We're going to get to Wrestlemania
1: soon then If I'm going to have the match
0: We'll figure it out <laughs> I'll be 24-7 champion before you know it. Right. <laughs> Good stuff, though, with, with Orton. I, I love, enjoyed this, loved this that view. so much. Yeah. And it was before he got all that stupid shit on his arms. Right, right. I loved the, the shoulder-to-blade-to-shoulder-blade the back tattoo. Yeah. That one was cool. He, oh, excuse me. Even some of the wrist work that he had. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the full arms. Yeah. Yeah. Just the personal preference. That's, hey. Um... Number six, number six. For me?
1: Oh, we we just you just flip your four to seven, right? Or uh, I, six, I flipped seven. my six and seven. My number six from WrestleMania twenty nine. C M. We match again? I, oh, you're kidding? No, at all. Oh man, I mean, I only have a couple notes on this, so I'll I'll say a couple things and then I'll throw it back to you. I mean. Wrestling um, oftentimes crosses the line. I typically don't mind it and this is one of those times where I didn't mind it. Um, This is when Paul Heyman was with CM Punk. Uh, By the way, this match went 22 minutes and seven seconds. Um, But Heyman dressed like Paul Bearer after Paul Bearer recently. Just fucking like I'm talking like body was still warm, right? Literally, I
0: think it had been days and
1: Right, right. And then the, the urn that they brought out supposedly had Paul Bear's ashes in it. It was like... Punk it dumped on the he, Yeah, I mean, it's... It's, it's fucking beautiful. It's stuff. so over the top and so ridiculous. Amazing stuff. And uh, this, of course, had the the famous spot where Punk does the Randy Savage elbow onto the announce table or Undertaker rolls off.
0: And Punk uh, almost
1: died. Yeah, Punk really... Yeah Um, So those are my notes on it Uh, I mean Any match with Punk Is is good And so is uh, Like I with Taker So I'll throw it back to you I mean I'm obviously
0: Punk biased But But, my top 5 I think Is top 5 for a reason mm -hmm. Um, This was Punk's last great rivalry Mm -hmm. He had a lot of really good matches With The Undertaker You know Going back to SummerSlam And TLC And Breaking Point and And Hell in a Cell A few years prior on the whole Straight Edge Society Storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was so fucking good. Right. This is one of the matches that I firmly believe should have ended the streak. This was yep. the last match of the streak. Yes. He would lose the next year. That's a good point. But, 19-0, um, he should have lost. 20-0, and 0, he should have lost. And then he lost when he lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it was just They were perfect foils for each other, Punk and The Undertaker. The match was so fucking good. Right. And Paul Heyman was so good at what he does. And I thought when when Heyman came out dressed on Raw the week before, dressed as Paul Bearer, I was like, holy shit. (laughs) This is great. I was a little uncomfortable. Until Undertaker went after him, and then Punk was one of the druids, and he, he dumped the urn out on the Undertaker. I was like, "Oh, right, this is so good." Because it's obviously <laughs> not Paul Bearer's ashes. Like, right, his well, son yeah. has those. Right, um, and they
1: had to get. I'm assuming they got an okay
0: from the family. I'm know. sure the Moody family was like, because they never actually said it was his ashes. Yeah, just kind of implied. Right, um, and by the way, Paul Bearer is not a real person they never right. said it was William Moody's ashes like right that's a good point it's, it's like oh John McClane, they no it's not fucking Bruce Willis right like, what? The, he put ashes that were a, a television character's supposed ashes and dumped them on a guy like it was fucking great yeah I mean again I'll defend 100% <laughs> of the things Phil CM Punk Brooks does in and around a wrestling ring Right. I love it. Right.
1: I, um... I loved it. I, I mean, he... He has no boundaries. I mean, even with himself, right? Uh, with Jericho calling his dad a drunk and smashing the Jack yeah. Daniels bottle over his head. Like, Punk lived and breathed the business when he was in it. And, um... You need more guys like him. Right. Exactly. So there, nothing was off-limits. Um... Typically, um... An impending death I wouldn't ever talk about but one somebody that recently died is weirdly okay in my book because like Right now if if Will
0: Moody was in the hospital on death's door and they were like I'm going to send you to the hospital next to your manager and you'll both die! (laughs) Like okay let's ease the brakes because now you're crossing the line into talking about a real person. Right. Like the character. Like it I know I'm splitting hairs and it's a CM Punk thing. Mm-hmm. And if Bret Hart came out and was like, "Whoa, Triple H is dead. And, and like, Paula Beckett just died. I'd be like, this motherfucker. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure I'd be a hypocrite about it. But like... Right. I don't know. And it was a character that was based on death. Right. Paul Berber was his name. Right. Like, and,
1: exactly. And the other thing is, if anyone that's been born and raised and lived in the business, they would be the first to say, absolutely, you, you want to take this storyline and run with it and make some money off of it? Paul Bearer yeah. would be... Uh, or Percy Pringle, or... Uh, I forget his real name. I apologize. William Moody. William Moody.
0: Like, they he put would, him in the Hall of Fame the night before. Right. So his son's got a big, fat check.
1: Right. William Moody would be like, hell yeah, push it to the moon. and, right. and You know, so... That's why I don't feel bad about enjoying shit like. And
0: that. on top of it all, The Undertaker won. Right. So there was redemption. You know, right. if the Taker lost, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, this is. Maybe you've got a this point. Is, this is we shit all up. over this guy and his dead friend, mm-hmm. and the character that he played. We symbolically dumped his ashes on you, and you lost. Like, right. Hey, maybe they got a point there. <laughs> ah. But I'm still. Right. Because I'm an actor. Yeah, I mean, in, you know, in hindsight. Maybe so. he'd still be there if he got to win. Yeah, who knows. All right, hardcore halftime. Sticking with the Undertaker theme. Yeah. I figured we'd do his worst five WrestleMania opponents.
1: Yeah, right. I, I would imagine we're going to align up on this, too. I mean, uh, we did get trolled. In fact, I I kind of somewhat trolled the, the group as well by um, in my quest for feedback on Facebook. When I said, um, is, is number one going to be Jimmy Snooker. Of course, I was joking. Jimmy Snooker yeah. I mean, he, this Jimmy Snooker was, was no spring chicken in this match. And I love Jimmy. Um, brother. 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 Can't take those no more, brother. brother. Yeah. We love you, Jimmy. But uh, at the time, this is WrestleMania 7. Yep. Um, of course, his worst match at WrestleMania which is one of the worst matches of all time in Wrestlemania from Wrestlemania 9 we, we crapped on this in a top and bottom Wrestlemania's versus Giant Gonzalez oh yeah brutal um I don't love the concept of a handicap match with A-Train and Big Show we I mean Pete I'm gonna go speak for Pete now and say Big Show is the worst da 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 A-Train
0: Um, He's a better trainer than he is a wrestler. That's a a great way to put it. And he's from this area, so we love you, Matt. We love you. Um, And then we might split... um, There's a couple more. So those are three, and we match up
1: on those three. Okay. Want me to keep going? Go keep going. I'm going to go with King Kong Bundy as well. That's on mine. And Bundy at this time was... Older. This was in the mid '90s, so I forget. This might have been WrestleMania 11, 95, yeah, 11, right? So I mean, Bundy was past his uh, prime at this point, and WrestleMania 11 also made our worst WrestleMania list. Um, okay. Yeah, they couldn't even find a good opponent for Undertaker, who was in his prime at the at the time.
0: They couldn't find a good opponent for Bob Backlund at the time, so.
1: right? <laughs> Come on. (laughs) Crossface chicken wing. In my last one, I had a few ideas, but I ultimately went with Mark Henry in the casket match. Um, It just... SmackDown seemed kind of starved for talent at the time. Mark Henry was, you know, always a big bruiser, but to me he was never... He was sort of like Big Show, right? Like an incredible... Um, presence and a big, big boy, but like never really reached that tier. So I never considered him a a real threat to Undertaker.
0: So I put the Mark Henry match and the John Cena match in a category by their own called not noteworthy WrestleMania matches. Mm -hmm. They just kind of were. My fifth one on the worst five WrestleMania opponents was that fucking hell in a cell with my man the big boss oh man. he was that like was consideration yeah, yeah. and they <laughs> hung him at the end I mean the Mark Henry match I think was at least a casket match so it right. had something to it I mean right that was, it's the worst hell in a cell of all time it was just a bad yeah man. that was a bad fucking match <laughs> <laughs> well look at us we continue to line up pretty well yeah
1: I think I think we're gonna line up more coming in too here um Number five. Number five. Um, from WrestleMania 24. <laughs> are, we, are we down? This is un believable
0: Yeah, we are.
1: Wow, that's funny. Um, all right, I'll throw it back to you because I just talked a lot.
0: Number five is the rated R superstar. Yes. Edge. Um, one of the first major threats of the streak Um, you know like Mark Henry he's not gonna fucking win Um, you know Adrian and Big Show Mark gonna win somebody we're gonna talk about next most likely with your number four not gonna win you know there's guys that are not gonna win Mm -hmm. Um, and I also put you know even though he had already been world champion a few times I feel like this is the match that took edge from here like I'm a world champion type guy maybe a transitional champion in some respects to a Hall of Famer. Yeah. His feud with the Undertaker. This match, the Hell in a Cell match where he got thrown through the ring and the fire burst out. Like, yeah. This this feud made Edge a Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah. Well, well put. I loved his feud with the Undertaker. Um, this match just went went over uh, twenty four minutes, and and actually Edge kind of had a mini streak going of his own. If I'm remembering correctly, my notes are correct.
0: Yeah, he wanted at 16, 17, yeah. 18. His neck was broken at 19. Mm-hmm. Did he wrestle at 20? Yeah. Um, and one of the subtle
1: things, I'll let you do the do your uh, in-person Wikipedia. He's doing this off the top of his head. Um, but, you know, Edge reminds me of Jericho and some others where they like they take the match to the next level like Edge basically scouted all of Undertaker's big moves right and countered out of them yeah like, like do your homework type thing um, which I enjoyed um, so and, and Edge was a great worker at the time he's in his prime at this point um, so Undertaker ultimately won it with the with the Hell's Gate and I'm sure they traded finishers like we've been seeing for the last 10 oh, or 15 yeah, I'm years. sure. <laughs> because that's every match in WWE now. But um, like you said, a legit threat to the streak. And um, a really good match.
0: I loved it. See, now I want to know what his record was at WrestleMania going in. Mm-hmm. I know he won the tag team minor match at 16. He won TLC at 17. He beat... At 18, maybe? Um, He might have been hurt for 19 and 20. Okay. Um, He won Money in the Bank at 21. He... Oh, what the fuck? Come on. Matches. Here we go. Look at me. Um, This isn't what I want. I'm fucking everything up, folks. I'm I'm sorry. I forgive you. They, this is giving me the Undertaker. I don't give a fuck about the Undertaker. <laughs> I want to know Edge's WrestleMania record.
1: Um I, I want to say he was undefeated, but it was it was like six and and0 oh or seven and O oh or something like that.
0: So right, Edge's made here we go. Edge's WrestleMania record overall is now six and four. Mm-hmm. He won it two thousand, he won it seventeen or X seven. He won it X eight, he beat Booker T. He won Money in the Bank at twenty one. So that made him four and and0 oh. Him and Foley defeated Harry Funk and Tommy Dreamer at yeah, 22, you scum, right? something bitch, bastard. He lost Money in the Bank at 23, but he didn't get beat, so right. an asterisk. Then he lost to the Undertaker at 24, so okay. He was five zero and one. Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, he had his own
1: uh, push going, and, and you know, similar to Randy Orton three years before, um, was really being sort of handed the torch. I would have not been completely shocked if Edge won this match. Uh, and um, just their overall feud in general pushed this up the list for me.
0: Yeah, no, it was real, 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 real good. Um, yeah. Number four, we already covered my number four. It was Randall Orton. Well, then my number four, it's gotta be
1: Kane. <laughs> That's gotta be Kane.
0: Kane is my... F- Three, but okay. I already hit your three, so we'll just go Let's back and forth those. Um.
1: Sure. So, he wrestled Kane at WrestleMania's 14 and 20. Yep. And I loved both storyline-wise, which is why it's more up the list. I think in terms of match quality, you could argue Edge and CM Punk and even Orton probably were better and actually probably had more ring time than
0: these two matches combined actually I think I'm sorry to drip I think it's the first time ever all 10 of our picks yeah overlap I don't think that's ever happened before
1: yeah yeah I mean it, it is only a uh, universe of what uh, maybe 25 20, or 22 selections 22
0: options yeah, yeah but still
1: like there's, we'll talk about some honorable mentions the names that we didn't cover in the worst 5 and the top 10 um so, I mean, I, the first one stands out to me because, um, you know, Kane was new on the scene at that point. And I love the storyline of the whole, like, the, the, the house burning down.
0: Alive. <laughs> Your brother Kane is alive! Your brother Kane is Undertaker! Right. Oh, yeah! So. He's alive.
1: Right. And so Paul Bear turned on him. Um, and Kane showed up during the Hell in a Cell match. I guess I think Undertaker was wrestling Michaels at the on yep. in that uh, Hell in a Cell. Yeah. So
0: the story had been going on for a few weeks. Paul Bear trying to turn the Undertaker to evil and be like, um "I'll tell everyone your secret. Right. Tell the truth." He told me Kane <laughs> is alive. Undertaker. That's right. And <laughs> then they then we had the shitty match at SummerSlam where Undertaker lost the title. Yeah.
1: Robert. Oh man <laughs> Game <Yeah>. number two <laughs> So um, I, I don't know It was just a great uh, Storyline wise and it, it was a great build Yeah Great build And Kane came in And, and What a rub to have Right off the bat um, t- To walk into Wrestlemania And have your first Wrestlemania match Be against Undertaker So
0: And I think This was his first Official one-on-one match with the Undertaker. And I don't. I, I don't think they had a real official match before that. That sounds about right.
1: Um, and I mean, Kane was only pretty new to the business at this. or new to WWE in this iteration. I'll put yes. it that way because we talked about him in gimmick changes. Yes, we. Uh, oh, yes, I think I this was a 17-minute match, by the way. So that's a decent. That's a decent work rate. Um, and then later on Wrestlemania 20 I'll, I'll throw it to you if you want to pick it up from there yeah
0: I mean one last thing on Wrestlemania 14 I was there so I didn't get to hear this uh. until I watched it at home like you know later but PING BOWS PING BOWS PING BOWS Wrestlemania 20 was the return of the dead man another great build yeah. you know the gong would go off and our take would, came to be like no I bury you alive yeah and you know Paul Beryl oh, Undertaker <laughs> comes back and the little things that make the man who plays Kane so good. Undertaker gets in the ring and Kane is got one eye open, reaching with fingertips. Be like you—you you can't be real. I buried you alive. Yeah. Like, reaching out to touch the Undertaker, like he didn't think he was really there. don't have purpose. Like just <laughs> backing away from me as I reach out. To, uh, as I'm. I was Kane. adjusting. Oh, okay. Um, Another good match, you know... Undertaker and Kane had their Undertaker and Kane match, but it didn't take away from it. Um, Right. I mean, yeah, it was two good, solid matches, you know, that you knew were not going to disappoint. And just both times, the storyline around them really made it elevated and made it that much better.
1: Right, right.
0: My... Number
1: three. You talked about him earlier. He was flipped to your number seven, I think. Yes. Is Brock Lesnar from WrestleMania 30. Um, Just such a monumental thing and one of the most surprising outcomes, I would say, in recent memory. Um, You know, Brock breaks a streak in a match that goes over 25 minutes um, hits The Undertaker with three F5s and really ends up you know with this with this push not that Brock Lesnar needed the push but the streak was such a huge part of WWE and one of the key attributes of one of of its most important superstars of all time you know, to give him that cachet, really, I think has been in the background of his dominance throughout the last five years. And every time he wins, I, you know, I the the streak is in the back of my head. Right. So that's how that's how important I think it is, and that's why it's in my top three. Um, you know, match wise, you can say um, whatever you like. I mean, they went a long time. I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, You know, of course, finishers going back and forth like we talked about. But just the impact alone really made me
0: uh, put this way up my list. Can't argue with any of that. Mm -hmm. The reason it's so low on my list is they could have picked somebody better. Right. To end the streak. I've always said this. The streak should have been used to get somebody over needed a little something extra. Right. Wade Barrett. Right. Um Daniel Bryan. Right. Um Kevin Owens, you know somebody. They yeah. could use somebody better that wasn't already established as a killer. Right. To do this.
1: Yeah, and I think that's probably part of, probably of why part of why it is so surprising, right? Um Lesnar had had already a good amount of cachet behind him. Um, I think Undertaker had requested to work with Brian, if I'm remembering correctly. I don't know if it was at WrestleMania 30 or later. Um, well, 30 was the year of the Yes Movement. So I think it was... I honestly think it was 30. Um, you know, or somebody that, you know, a Roman Reigns or a Seth Rollins type, a Kevin Owens type, somebody that was... Um, that hadn't already been champion many many times and was not the top right somebody that needed right right like you said so that's fair Um, but in terms of the shock value and all the people being surprised and all the faces in the crowd um, and being memorable it's uh, it's a big one
0: that guy? yeah (laughs) All right. Cool. Which member of the click did you put at number two? So, and which member of the click did you put at number
1: one? So, maybe this is a good time to talk about f- feedback. Certainly, we, we of course had our trolls of uh...
0: troll five, the return, Mister Three Hundred Five Live, Mister. I can't do the podcast this week. I've got to work. Mister. I can't do the podcast this week. Somebody else has to work. So I'm I'm playing Pink Floyd songs or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Oh, I love you, Pete. Um, he wrote in with Giant Gonzalez. Yeah, of course. Because he's an asshole. Right. But I love him. Probably his worst opponent of all time. Yeah. 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 Uh, the great Bobby Silva mm-hmm. wrote in with Triple H. Yep. Yeah. Kyle Ritchie wrote in HBK by a mile. Yes. And Team Steve Sousa liked Kyle Ritchie's post because Team Steve's too lazy to write, I agree, Kyle. <laughs> Fuck Team Steve... Steve. So I'm going to give that another vote for HBK, okay. Team Steve. Yeah, we're going to have Team Steve back on the show soon. Yeah. We'll come up with a topic and get him back on soon. Yeah, um, or if he wants to inv- invent one himself. Yeah, I always love when the, when a listener brings a topic to us and we say, yeah. all right, it was your idea, fucking prove it. Yeah. Because I think that episode with Fredrickson was one of our better ones. Yeah, it was fun. We got to be a little creative. Right. So those were the four listener feedbacks I saw come across the page. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's what I got as well. Um, So, I mean, the reason I called it out now is because uh, Bobby was so uh, clear on Triple H and Kyle the Smile was so clear on Shawn Michaels. I think it's a little murkier than that, but I ultimately put Shawn Michaels as
0: my number two. And Triple H is your number one? Triple H is my number one. So I have them flipped. Okay. I said we just talk about them both at the same time. Okay. Um,
1: So why don't you talk about Well I'll talk about my number one at Triple H And then you can talk about your number one at Shawn Michaels The reason I put Triple H as my number one Well there's a couple reasons Um, He had three matches Against Undertaker at Wrestlemania Instead of two Um, 18 minutes, 29 minutes, and 31 minutes respectively uh, At Wrestlemania 17, 27, and 28 um 17 um was that of course uh brawl through the crowd match and then he goes up for the last ride and and Triple H grabs the sledgehammer and all that type of stuff
0: as I always like to bring up the only time he hurt somebody with the sledgehammer and the only time they used a fake sledgehammer right
1: right two and one
0: they yeah
1: and uh but he kind of dropped it right if I'm remembering right um here's um the biggest reason i I wonder triple h is number one is undertaker and Michaels got together almost simply to have great matches. everyone knew they would be fantastic. I think the storyline worked better with triple h seventeen was like they, it was a true like they ran into each other and you know at the peak of their uh Careers, and then actually, in response to the Michaels matches, Triple H says, "Are you gonna? You know, this is my friend. This is right. my brother. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna take you out now instead. So they kind of bookended it. Um, Michaels was even the guest referee in in WrestleMania 28 in Hell in a Cell, um, and. You know, at one point I think flattened him with the super kick, if, if memory serves. Um, and I, I don't know. I just... I, I know two of the matches were actually after Shawn Michaels' matches with Undertaker. So Triple H and Undertaker were both uh, a little bit longer in the tooth. This is 10 years after their first match. But they they had that brawl in 17... 27 was no holds barred. 28 was hell in a cell, and they just kicked the living bejesus out of each other. And between three matches, in storyline wise, um, rather than being sort of both sort of semi faces, uh, it's why I went with Triple H as my number one.
0: So, a 98% agree with you. Mm-hmm. Where you lose me is. 27 and 28, it felt to me like, they just fucking did this with Shawn. Right. Like they just did this. And I thought 28 was overkill. Yeah. and Shawn as the referee. Um, but the fact, the fact that Shawn was a part of it and tried to screw Undertaker out of the match yeah. almost adds to the argument that <laughs> yeah. Shawn is a better uh, WrestleMania opponent for The Undertaker. Because um, right. even in retirement, he tried to end the streak. Um, yeah. The, the 20, uh, I I put the twenty eight match with Triple H as the third best of that three. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that Undertaker won them all, you know, ruins the whole series of matches thing. You know. Yeah. Um, the the thing that really stands out to me that it hurts that series is the fact that all they hyped up on 28 was this is the last time you're going to see this right. never see these three together again right, right. end of an era end of an era end of an era here we are 7 years later right one of them wrestles one to two match actually two of them wrestle still almost every year you know two or three matches a year all three of them just wrestled each other recently like there was nothing to that Um, good point I like your point of the 27 you put my friend out of business now I'm gonna do it to you right I liked that yeah I really liked that um I thought 25 was so good and they bookended off of you retired flair and you know I'm gonna come after you for that and you know that match was so yeah, and then like that was one of the ones just on my on the edge of my seat. You know, moonsault gets turned into a super kick. You know, blah 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 blah. I mean, moonsault gets turned into a tombstone, like chokeslam. No, nope, super kick. Like just back and forth, back and forth. And then from the day after, all the way up until I want you back. I want another shot. I need you. Yeah, I have got all these athletes, these titles, these slammies I'm going in the hall of fame. None of it matters unless I can beat you. You know, yeah. you hurt me back in '98, and I'm coming for you. Elimination Chamber, coming up from under the under the Great, mm-hmm. costing him the world title, so he's no longer the champion. And Royal Rumble, part of Royal Rumble that year was Sean needed to win it to get his champ because that's the only way he gets to face the Undertaker. Yeah, Undertaker's the champion, so he's got to win the Rumble and go to SmackDown and beat the Undertaker. Yeah, Undertaker was like. Fuck you Still not going to happen So Michael Screws him out of the title You know I'm going to take And take And take And take Until you say Enough is enough Now I'm going to shut you up If you put your career On the line
1: That's You know what It's a great point I I think 25 Was just sort of like Two Legends Who hadn't Met up at Wrestlemania now that you're For reminding sure. me of all the storyline behind, you know, after that, and Michael's really doing a lot of that selling, um, and a great job of it, I, I'm underselling WrestleMania 26 in terms of storyline. So I think it's, I think it's totally fair. Um, obviously, both great, great matches, 24 and 31 minutes. I have them at respectively. Uh, 25. Undertaker nearly killed himself when he did the. the when they Jimmy died.
0: Snooker Jr. fucking dropped him. Right, right. You got one job, man. Catch the Undertaker. Right. Seriously. It's pretty important. And it's not like they put an asshole out there. They put a worker out there. Mm-hmm. Catch him. when you drop him because he beat your dad at WrestleMania 7? <laughs> fucking catch the dude. Right.
1: 26, of course, to play on what you were saying, had the, the Michael's moonsault through the table off the off the turnbuckle like the desperation like I just need to beat him it's like the last thing I haven't done um, so I mean one and two I
0: yeah, it's basically one and one a, right and I
1: struggled with I I, I thought that um, it's weird like it's like it's like two and a half to two right in my eyes or two yeah. two to two not to discount one of the Triple H matches but it's more like 3 to 2.8 right from, you know so I think it's um I, I, you know I, I it's not as definitive as our commenters would put it is how I would say like right Bobby, Bobby said Triple H um and Kyle, Kyle said, Smile said Michael's said by without, the mile without yeah without a question Michaels um I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. So I'm glad that we didn't actually end up having the same exact one and two.
0: Absolutely. We have the same one through ten for the first time ever. Right. Um, You know, I think we don't get to do this as often. You know, sometimes i is just too different. But Mm -hmm. I think this is a good um, Mount Rushmore to mention. I mean, we shared four of the... Of the same top five. Yeah. So I think it's pretty easy to say the Mount Rushmore of Undertaker WrestleMania opponents, Edge, Kane, HBK, and Triple H. Yeah. You know, we yeah. shared them at one and two. I had Kane at three, you had Kane at four, and we both had Edge at five, so... Yeah. There's yeah. Mount Rushmore. Um, honorable mentions. Yes. The WrestleMania 8 match with Jake was yep. a whole lot of fun. Yep. I liked the Shane match at 32. Me too. Uh, the Bray Wyatt match was... Um, I mean, I love, again, I love everything that Bray Wyatt does. Right. And then 11 and 12, hold, I mean, 12 and 13 hold a special place in my heart. Right. 12, 12 for Diesel climbing their steps and right on camera going, I'm the shit, and you know it. <laughs> and then 13, of course, against the patron saint of yes. 10 Count Wrestling, Psycho Sid. He got robbed. <laughs> he did. Nuts and bolts. Robbed. He should have ended the streak <laughs> at five. Whatever it would
1: have done at that point? Sid,
0: nuts and bolts. Um, while we were doing this, I thought of a secondary hardcore halftime. Oh wow! So I'm gonna, I'm gonna call this a new segment that we won't do every week, but at the buzzer, this will be like Patriots fifth quarter. Okay, I like it. Top five Undertaker WrestleMania matches that we didn't get so Ooh. fantasy book five it's, guys I'm so glad you said this
1: because I was as I was reading the different eras and going through them um, one name jumped out to me in particular and I know I talk about him all the time um is Kurt Angle
0: that's the first one I wrote back
1: right I'm gonna go with Angle um Jericho also jumps to mind yep um I'll throw it back to you because I want to think about this for a second. I had Daniel Bryan. Yes, Daniel Bryan, who we requested to work with. I agree; he's on my list. Sting. Sting, of course, of course, of
0: course. And of then as a fifth, you know, I, I kind of, especially with what he's doing now. You know, I'd love to say Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. those guys, but but seeing how he wrestles, guys like Punk and Shawn. Seth freaking Rollins, man. Yeah. Rollins. Would I be think that's than. my five. I think that's my fifth quarter. Angle, Sting, Brian, Jericho, Rollins. Yeah, I think
1: I'm 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 gonna pick somebody different only because I really can't believe that they never lined up at WrestleMania. And I know they both didn't have the longest careers, but you think of the Rock and Stone Cold going against each other so many times. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Stone Cold, um, because that. I mean, two of the biggest stars in the 90s. You know, the old veteran. Um, I'm sure they had tremendous respect for each other and they would have put on Yeah. a similar... They had a lot of
0: good matches, but I think Yeah. the aura of mania would have made him better. Yeah, they had.
1: Yeah, they all, like Dub, I mean, Undertaker fought them all, right?
0: right. I'm actually going to... I just thought of one that made me actually think of this list. I'm putting an asterisk next to Sting because he was never in the company at the right time. Right. But... The man who I called as the greatest rivalry in the history of wrestling Yeah fucking Mankind. Oh, yeah. Him and Mankind, him and Foley had so many good matches. The spectacle of Mania. I think they really yeah. could, uh, you know, tore the roof off the house or knocked the barn doors off or broke right. the windows or whatever the fuck you do to the house <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a good match.
1: Right, right. Is there anybody we didn't mention in between our honorable mentions, our... List and our worst of, I think we hit them all.
0: Yeah, because I, I brought up the, the not, not noteworthy two matches Mark Henry yeah. and Cena. That covers all. Yeah, um, Wyatt, we got 20. 20. And we talked about Shane. I think that covers all 22 matches. Is it 22 that he had? I think it's 20. 10, 15, 20, 20 22. Oh, no, because he right. wrestled a couple of multiple yeah. matches. Right. He had 22 opponents. Right. Right. He wrestled, Undertaker. He up having he wrestled 25 Kane. matches, 23 and 2, I believe. Kane makes 20, because we mentioned 10 people, but he had 2 against Sean, 3 against Triple H, and 2 against Kane. So add 1, 2, 3, 4, so there's 14. 5 on Hardcore Halftime, there's 19. Mm-hmm. 5 on Honorable Mentions, there's 24. And then 2 that I said were not known for, this. so 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Wow. So we covered it all. We did. And this I is think. basically The Undertaker's WrestleMania. Right. What was good, what was bad, and what we didn't fucking care about. <laughs> Next time stuff. is episode 36. Do you have a topic for us? Um, I do
1: not because technically this was my topic that you gave me the idea right. for. But I should have come up with one.
0: But, well, let's, let's think real quick. I mean, I've had so many ones that was like...
1: We have one, the, the one. notebook, right? We have a, a pending list in the back, Finish. and we've always said jot that down. Uh, you know, we're coming up on Survivor Series time. We uh, got to save
0: those. We should save. Um, let's see. Uh, best uh, we did the both best Mania openers and the mm-hmm. best non-Rumble matches. Mm-hmm. Um, future episodes uh, do, 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 top 10 IC champs we did that yep. recently top 10 worst attires Ooh. top 10 um, not to be the WWE cha- not to be a world champion wow that's a great that's a great episode right there wow um, yeah, I think we should do that it's that been a long time coming but let's figure out the parameters so is it top ten guys to not win any world belts? Is it top ten guys not to be the WWE champion? Do we split I would say hairs?
1: Top ten to not win
0: a world title, w- title w- in WWE or WCW? Because
1: like okay. I don't want to like Sting, for instance. Right, uh, was WCW champion. Right, and I I think he got his just due. Right. Like, right. I'd rather do
0: any non WCW or WWE. All right, so. Top ten guys to never be world champion in one of the big two, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That, that's going to be fun. That's going to open it up to, wow. you know, the Pipers. Yeah. And the Owens and the DiBiases and the Halls and the Hennings of the world. Yeah. Wow. A lot more. There's, I mean, I'm glad, I'm actually glad we're going to open it up because our list would get flooded quickly. Yeah. Because then this lets us omit... Sting, Death of the Road, Terry Funk, yeah, the great rest in peace. Harley Race, right. Actually, just heard a great story about Harley Race, um, the Beer City Bru- Bruiser. There, we uh, got we saw Harley. Uh, oh, yeah, um, Ring of Honor a few yep. weeks ago it was in a bar with Harley and Terry Funk. God and Harley it. and Funk were just throwing darts at people in the oh. bar. Oh. Ping people would turn, see that it was Harley, and be like, okay. Yeah. Just kind of laugh it off, because it was fucking Harley Race. Right, right. Um, Hogan told the story recently, or it came up recently again, um, when NWA was working in the same city as WWE, which mm-hmm. just happened to be running the same town. Hogan was world champs, This was like 86, mm-hmm. right before Harley went to WWE. Went over to the WWE, allegedly, Went over to the WWE with a gun to kill Hogan. He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. <laughs> set fire, tried to set fire to the ring and did all sorts of shit. So, Harley was a true legend.
1: Yeah. Rest in
0: peace Harley. Um,
1: that king of wrestling. Um, weird thing to say but he made it into his 70s which is um, you know a, a victory which is
0: Sad that yeah, the seventies is a victory this day and age right. for wrestling, but it's for wrestling. So
1: right. So um yeah, rest in peace, Harley. He was great. I loved him in the the first Royal Rumble, by the way. And when he's sort of between the ropes, and I think it's Jake Roberts is actually punching him, or somebody's punching him, and he's like kind of seesawing like a like piece of playground equipment. Not doing the stupid and and Dean forth. Ambrose clothesline. No, but. no, he's literally like holding on to the top rope and just like coming back and forth, hysterical. Uh, heel tactics so um, I do think we should do by the way top 10 to never hold any title ever Ooh. Uh, in terms of like not even intercontinental title or um, which which would be a tougher
0: list to, to disseminate but um, I know was, if we have Pete on that episode he'll be like Ted DiBiase was like he was the 24-7 champion fuck hold right yeah that's a
1: good point that would be a good one so, so while we're talking,
0: I just came up with my top five. I think. There you go. Um, Excellent. I oh this is going to be. I've been looking forward to doing this one for a long time. Yes, yeah, this is a big one. Now I'm going to try to keep it inactive guys only. Yeah. Because. Yeah,
1: hopefully some of these guys like you know, Sagara sure
0: will hopefully be a champion someday. Right. Samoa Joe will hopefully be champion right. someday, but. Right. Um, right. Okay. I have eight already. Cool. Because I work quick with my list. Cool. I'll be be emailing you tomorrow. (laughs) My list is done. So I guess that's... by the way, sorry, last
1: thing. Sure. For our next giveaway, message us on Facebook. uh, I want to be the king, or I want to be king?
0: I want to be king. So what we're going to do, we're looking for eight. And we're going to take the eight names, pick the... Eight people who advance to the second round of the King of the Ring. Mm. And if your selected name wins the King of the Ring tournament, you're going to win a prize TBD.
1: Yes, excellent. Or well, maybe another WWE Mattel retro
0: figure. Yes, that will probably be what it is. But yeah. maybe I'll find something else. Maybe it'll okay. be a chase figure or I'll get something cool on WWE shop. Maybe nice. Cool no, nice. This. All right. Stay tuned
1: message us. We just got our first entry, by the way. Bobby Silva? Bobby Silva. Bobby Silva wants to be King.
0: Friend of the show. Yes, indeed. So, top ten can never be world champion we'll see you next time.